0: What's the what's the most expensive thing you've bought for yourself as a as a recreational toy, like a Bugatti, for example?
1: Probably the Bugatti, right? No, probably the Houston Rockets at two.
0: <laughs> East London, wherever this. That's where place it's at. Is,
2: yeah. Oh God, this is gonna be he's a like, repeat. Why of last- they, he's like, why fine. Do,
0: he's like, why do they keep putting you in the ends, mate? It's fine. This podcast will be out. After the UK press conference, so if we're no longer around, we love you guys and enjoy the last Impulsive episode ever. Welcome back to Impulsive, by the way, the number one podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button. We're coming up on 2 million subscribers. We love doing the show. We love people who listen to the show. Overall, just lots of love. And people. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. I got this chain on. I saw. It's a funny thing about that chain. For those of uh, you who have not followed the past couple episodes... It's going to be a good one today. First off, our first billionaire on the show, which is a big deal. But Aaron Carter was uh, gracious enough to, get, to, to give me that chain. Well, trade me that chain for my impulsive chain. The problem is he's he's been having some beef with uh, Adam 22 after he went on Adam's podcast.
2: It's just a big mess right now. Like, he's got your chain. Adam's got his chain. You got Aaron's chain. Yeah. Now I got Aaron's chain. Yeah. And so and so Aaron rolled up on Adam yesterday at No Jumper Studios. By, the way, just, by
0: the way, with his new, hat, with and the new face tat. With his new face tat. I don't hat. know if you remember on our show, I was like, hey, man, like, you need a face tat. He's like, nah, I don't need a face tat to show I'm hard. Next day gets a full face
2: tat. It's almost like he's easily swayed. My, my it is almost like
0: that, but I, I have the footage here. I want to roll it because uh, Aaron attempted to go on no jumper and, and settle his beef or something.
2: Didn't your chain a, is the the way. Hey, there we go. Now it's good. Yeah, All right, yeah. I'm nice, good. Nice Trust screen, me, I'm good. Way. What's up? So I'm wearing a fucking. I'm wearing your chain, and then you show up and you're wearing Logan Paul's chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched that work?
0: podcast. Yeah. Well, why was he fucking way way cooler than you were after your, your second fucking podcast? <laughs> oh shit. <gasps> Why do I got to watch a podcast with your fucking ass? And then be like, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. This, yeah, is, this air, is called the air rules. Air that-
2: the grievances, yeah.
0: No, listen. Mm. I'm get, I get that you're used to everyone coming on here mm. gang and gang. freaking
2: out. Yeah. Okay. okay. But
0: I'm not here to do that. What do you make of
2: this, Mike? I, I I can't put my finger on what's happening, bro. Like, I can't. When he came on our show, a lot of people have commented. A lot of people, by the way, wanted a full breakdown of our show what happened why was mike so quiet i was quiet out of respect of a guest who i i say this as nicely as possible aaron's a great kid he's been through a lot of shit but i was being respectful to a guest who has clear mental things going on he's got some some stuff going on right now and he'll say he doesn't and, and and whatever but he went on adam's show and adam is the master fucking troll, bro. Like Adam, he said he was sponsored by Tunes Audio and asked Adam said, but are you sponsored by Andrew Yang, though? No? And started bringing the presidential candidate into it who Aaron thought was a basketball player.
0: It, I, I know, don't know. You don't know. I mean, who does at this point? God. Yeah, there's just a mix-up of chains, and we thought that was interesting. Turns out, by the way, this one is uh, real. Well, the diamond is. The diamonds on the diamond is real.
2: What's that rapper face you make when you hold your chain up?
0: Yeah, you gotta put Jeez. one lip up higher than the other and show your teeth. That's hard. Right. It's worth about six yeah. k. The impulsive chain was worth about uh fifteen thousand dollars. We lost ten k in a trade, but it's okay. We do it for the art. We do it for the trade. What else is going on? You, I noticed you're a little uh, angsty today. Ang- angry angsty. Both. And by the way, who the fuck are you to tell me okay. otherwise? Oh, no problem. I woke go out up. With Kylie Jenner? Huh? Gonna go out with Kylie Jenner? Am I gonna go out with Kylie Jenner? Do you want to know something funny about that? So let's talk about, So Kylie and
2: Travis uh, supposedly broke up. <sighs> Is love real? Does love... Ex- <laughs> you know, every time like a celebrity couple breaks up, people are like, there's no hope. Because there's no hope. Because nothing ever told me that fucking Travis Scott would ever have a problem. He, the, his last album, he said he don't pick, he just choose. He was already married to her with a fucking kid, bro. The dude like... Damn, I thought they were going to go the distance. I was imagining them in an old people's home together sharing yeah. fucking tea, dude. Yeah. Uh
0: nah, I'm I'm not going to go after Kylie. Do you know I did the Food Gods podcast uh which by the way was on this set which I thought was interesting, but in it I I asked him cuz he's tight with the Kardashians. I said, "Hey man, like you like just be honest with me. You think I got a shot with Kendall?" That's all I said. And he's like, "Nah, man, like Kendall's way low key. Like you can't go on a date with her and then go like skydiving off the Eiffel Tower." And it got picked up by so many publications, at least 15. Yeah. Paul oh, shooting a shot with Kendall Jenner. I'm like, you fuckers, bro. I'm not shooting my shot. All I did was ask a question. So no, I've ruined all hope with any single Jenner for the rest of existence, except maybe Brody. <laughs> Saw him in a club. I go, that's my guy. Talks for like 20 minutes. Then Mike told me it was Brody Jenner. <laughs>
2: Fuck. I go up to him, I go, do you know who you're just talking to for the past 20 minutes? He's like, yeah, he's like, okay. no, 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 go, You go, yo, what'd you say to Brody? I was like, I'm sorry,
0: what? <laughs> What's you, you your social? You go, Brody. I'm like, fuck is Brody, dog? <laughs> you're like, Brody, Brody Jenner. I was like, who the fuck is Brody Jenner? <laughs> 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 nah, Brody. I mean, he, he was way cool. That's why I talked to this dude who I didn't know for 20 minutes, which was awesome. I just missed the intro. Someone was like, hey, I want you to meet my friend... Mm. Like that, the name faded out. But um, yeah, no, uh, Kylie, uh, Kylie's she's
2: she's a girl. What? I've, who do you what do you think's gonna happen with that? You think she'll just stay single for a while and just do the single mom role? Tricky now that she got a kid, huh? Ah, does that does that degrade her stock? Uh, no, because she's a billionaire ah, and part yes. of the Kardashian. Do you think it's gonna degrade your stock when you have a single kid?
0: No, I think. See, I think it's gonna go way up. Single dads or single young dads are are, are popping. Well, they're not, but I'm gonna make sure they they. Yeah, because
2: I was just gonna ask by popping. Like, do you have a, maybe even one example? Uh, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll. It won't be the first time
0: I've I've Been tra- trailblazed
2: Blaze trails. Yeah, exactly.
0: I I really want to get back to this anger thing, though. Are you okay? Because you were coming at me this morning.
2: <sighs> I woke up really early today. I woke up at like 7:30. And I've just been on, on fucking phone calls, bro. I got this collab phone with FaZe Clan that no one knows about coming up. and Like, you personally, like, Hey, Big Mike collab? Nah. Like, are it's, you doing FaZe Clan? It's a brand thing. Do you play video games? I'm thinking about playing Fortnite professionally. No, it's like a brand thing. And it's just, it's just calls and then emails. And then I was editing the night shift because my editors. It's uh, okay. Hey, take a deep breath. Take one.
0: I don't mean to no, be I mean, mean. I don't you, mean you to be mean. Take a deep breath, bro. Do it with us if you're listening to this. Deep breath in through the nose. Out of the mouth. If you could go back in time and play video games and become a professional video game player and make a bunch of money, would you do it? Because that's like, that's that. I mean, that industry is just booming right now. I just never was that good. I, but I'm saying if you practice. You watched me play Call of Duty the I've other night. I've never seen you get a kill, ever, ever. <laughs> and, and by the way, this is how I know it's bad. Cause you, you have like somewhat of an addictive personality and this is how I know it's bad. Cause Mike just randomly will disappear. And all of a sudden I hear like guns and, and shooting noises coming from the corner of the house. And I go in there and Mike's just like zombie mode playing this video game on a stool for hours at a Bent time. Bent over. Bro, who the fuck plays video games on a stool? I did it for like. What
2: kind of comfort position is that? I did it, it during. Loves that guy especially when you're the love sack guy. <laughs> I did it during the beta for uh modern, the new modern warfare game cuz it was for 3 days and I just got stuck, bro. I was like glued to the screen, but it became almost like a like a little escape for me, bro. Like cuz that's why I'm mad today because I haven't blown off any stress. I haven't even had time to see a girl. <laughs> Can't say the same for you. Yeah, it's a piece true. of shit. <laughs> I told you last fucking night, bro. <laughs> he was like I'm going to have a I'm going to have so and so over. And I was like, bro, don't do that. It's a bad idea. Girl comes over, brings a fucking giant dog with her. The dog comes in, gets in a fight with his dog. He's like, no, 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 man. It's all good. It's chill. It's chill. Dog fights. There's blood everywhere. (laughs) And he's like, let's watch Band of Brothers. Fucking bazookas firing at tanks. I'm like, how is any of this in line with you're supposed to be relaxing after 10 p.m.? And then the girl just comes in, locks her dog in the downstairs room. The dog's crying. Where's my owner? Speaking English. It was <laughs> yeah, Big, a L's, mess, big bro. L's last
0: night. Big L's last night. Big W's this morning, though. I'm not going to lie. Six sparring session, bro. <sighs> I'm the white Muhammad Ali in there. I swear to God. KSI, watch out, bro. Coming for you. UK, London. He tweeted. He said. Uh, he tweeted about it. He said, "Don't don't go crying off the stage this time." And I was about to tweet back and be like, "I wasn't crying. I was sweating from my eyes." <laughs> but that's not true. I wasn't even crying. I was just like, I was just being a little bitch.
2: Yeah. What? Ha- I feel like it's because I wasn't there.
0: Uh, no, it, it, I I think I was just having an off day. Like I have like two off days a year. They caught you on one of them. Yeah. He's here. He's here. <laughs> Our guest is here. <laughs> no, no. Quickly before we bring him on, I just want to address one one other thing. Speaking of off days, uh, you guys have a group chat in the house called Everybody Except for Logan?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: what? Yeah. It's kind of fucked up.
2: It just it just keeps him out of the equation. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. People make decisions a lot of times based on, you know, who's watching. And anytime you introduce, you know, the boss to the fucking mix, people act different. People act up. Like Andre will act a certain way, Chef Katie'll act a certain way because Logan's there. When you remove Logan from it, I get to see everybody's real side. Our, Ar- our,
0: our guess is here, dude. All
2: right. By the way, he's lit.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is the first actual billionaire we've had on the show. He's the star of Billion Dollar Buyer on CNBC. He's the owner of Mastro's Catch, Bubblegum, Dos Caminos, and many more restaurants. He also owns the Golden Nugget Hotels and Casino and the Houston Rockets. His new book is called Shut Up and Listen, Hard Business Truths to Help You Succeed. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tillman
2: Fertitta. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Good to have you. Good it. to be here.
0: Welcome, dude. He just walked in. So, uh, how's how's the sound and everything? Everything's great. It's all right.
1: Yeah, we're good. Cool. We're good. Hey, good to see you, man. Good to see you guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was, I was boxing, son of a gun. You, Me? I'm. I might come back to LA just to see that shit. Hey, you should. should.
0: You <laughs> should. absolutely should. November 9th, Staples Center. I saw it. Hey, oh. it's gonna be crazy. We're going. We're training so hard. Like, the, I, I've been saying it sort of as a joke. But I notice every time I'm I'm on camera now I get a little worse and worse like I'm not even a YouTuber anymore. I am I'm a I'm a boxer who like kind of is like sort of does YouTube now.
1: Let me tell you something be a two hit wonder instead of a one hit wonder. Okay. I'll tell you something. Very few people get to succeed at different things. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, for you to be doing this and then say, you know what, I'm going to go conquer that. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You told me everything I wanted to know about you. You're my kind of guy. Hey, let's go.
0: (laughs) Okay. But I have a question for you on on that note. Oftentimes I wonder if my versatility takes away from the overall goal of being the best. Do you believe that you're able to spread your talent into different buckets and still be
1: successful, ultra successful in each one? Absolutely, I I do. I feel like uh, not only, and does Forbes call me the richest restaurateur, but I have a very successful gaming company. Mm -hmm. I have a great basketball team, and I think you can do it all. I mean, (laughs) absolutely, I do. (laughs) So don't don't even think about that crap. You go do something else too, okay? Because obviously, you're doing both of them damn well right now, so... Yeah, that, it.
2: That's a fact. You said be a two-hit wonder. I think his question is, at what point have you too many wonders? Like, what if he's an 86-hit 80,
1: wonder? Well, he ain't going to be. <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs> you know, if you could do two or three two or three good things yeah. at once, that, that's all you can do. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we can only handle so much. Right. But, but uh, just like right now, it's, <laughs> it's hard doing everything. But, but you could easily box and do this show.
0: How, how are you managing all the things that you're doing because it, it's a lot. I mean, even just in the intro, I said like 10 different things and it didn't hit me that you own a basketball team until he goes, you know, I got a great basketball team. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> throws this, it in this, last this second. This <laughs> man really owns
1: a sports team. It, it, it's great. And that's probably the greatest pleasure of them all to go to those games and and, and watch them, especially a team <clears throat> in your hometown. Very few people get to own a team in their hometown.
2: Uh, you're from it, Houston?
1: Yeah, from Houston. Oh, that's amazing. Is your yeah. favorite
2: burger joint Whataburger?
1: I grew up eating Whataburger. It's just—it's it, that's just what we did. It's just amazing. Uh, it's just amazing. And there's—I know out here it was for you guys. What In yeah. and Out Burger? In and Out.
2: In-N-Out Shake Shack. I'm oh. from the East Coast, so Shake Shack. Well, sure, sure. Me, sure. me yeah. Five Guys, Ohio. Yeah, Five. Yeah. yeah, but
1: Shake Shack's new. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I think it's kind. What did you eat when you were little? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I went to like the local
2: place, not a chain. Paul's Hamburger Shop, Milford, Connecticut.
1: So, what's better, Shake Shack or Paul's?
2: I like Shake Shack a lot. Uh, yeah, pretty damn good, but it, I like a- Mastro's the
0: most. <laughs> are you are you into food? Is that why you, is that how you got into the restaurant business?
1: No, I'm into money. Okay. <laughs> Wait,
0: but I I heard I heard recently the restaurant business is 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 struggling or it's hard. To succeed in the restaurant
1: business. Well, well, it is. I mean, it's 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 hard to succeed mm-hmm. in what you're doing. It's hard to succeed to be a, a boxer. But but uh, you know the the good ones survive, and that's yeah. that. And and I talk about it in the book is you got to find out what you do well and separate yourself from everybody else. Yeah. And it's easy to stand out. All of us are given a God-given talent. I, I can't win a Grammy singing. I, try, I took guitar lessons for four years, and I still can't play a chord. But, 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 uh, <laughs> but, but God told, God gave me a brain, an entrepreneurial brain, to understand business. And, gotcha. and I'll talk to you. I can talk to you about any business for a minute and a half, and I'll tell you if you know your shit or not. Did you say gaming did you say you have a gaming team? I, I, no, no, no. I also have a gaming oh, team. So yeah, yeah. I do have one of those also, though. Clutch Gaming, and and we just merged with another one, so that we have like five of them. Um, but but uh, I, I own the Golden Nugget casinos. Right. Okay. Five what, of them. Uh-huh. But I also have sure. one of those Clutch Gaming, one of those teams. So yes.
2: you just happen to have that too.
1: League of Legends, <laughs> League of Legends. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Listen, listen. Everyone, should shut up.
2: Hey. Hey. Well, mean- well. Hold on a second. Listen, man, I got a soft dick right now, all right? Well, that's good news, because
0: if you like sex, you'll love (laughs) BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers meta performance enhancement for the bedroom, because we all like to last a little longer and go a few extra rounds. Sometimes I get stuck on round one, bro, and I get yelled at. It's not my fault. If only I had some BlueChew. Ladies and gentlemen, Blue Chew can work faster than pills. They're chewables up to twice as fast. They can be taken on a full or empty stomach. It only takes a few minutes to connect with the Chew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. Ships directly to your door in a discreet package. Oh. It's like a big dick. Big old hard... Dick. Yeah, it's ironic because on this episode, it's we're, I mean, shit, <sighs> billionaires, billionaires are com- but are hey, even in high. billionaires need
2: hard dicks, right? Big
0: facts. Here's a great deal for you guys: visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use the promo code Logan. Just pay five dollars shipping. <laughs> That's bluechew.com. Promo code Logan. If you want to come, get your gum. <laughs> All right, back to the episode. When uh, when did you find out or learn that you had an entrepreneur brain? And you were able to capitalize on that.
1: When I was probably, I'll tell you this, when I was a little kid, I would uh, carry around my grandfather's briefcase. I didn't want to read any comic books or watch cartoons. I wanted to look at my business. When I was in junior high, I was already bring, buying candy at the store and selling it to kids. In the high school, I was trading the stock market. When I was 21, I won my first Cadillac selling Shackley vitamins. <laughs> and then I said, you know what? You're going to own a jet by the time you're 35. And I Damn. bought my first jet at 35. That's so. a great goal. are you a, are you a hustler? Would you say? I'm not a hustler, a promoter, because I always talk the talk and walk the walk. Yeah. I don't like hustlers and promoters. I just always worked hard, and I knew how to make money. I just yeah. knew how to do it. I
2: think I just meant it in the sense of, like, grinding. Like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Work I'm around a yeah. Yeah. yeah, I talked
1: yeah. about keep punching. Don't yeah. ever give up. I mean, you just got to find out. And you you have a, a, a few, you know, you get your ass kicked on the ninth. Just get up and keep punching again. And next time, you're liable to whip his ass. You hear that, KSI? Hey, no,
0: but just <laughs> take some, that advice. Obviously,
1: you have something in you that you want it, yeah. okay? Okay. And, yeah. and and I think one of the reasons I was successful is I always wanted it a little more than everybody else. Mm. And 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 if you want it more, you're going to eventually get it. I can promise you that. But
0: is that an innate thing? Is that an innate thing to set a goal and do whatever you need to do to accomplish it? Or, that, do, or can that be You learned?
1: sound like me right now. You, you set a goal and then I do whatever it takes to get from point A to point B to get there. And even though I came out on Forbes today as the 140th richest guy in America, I still have goals that I want to accomplish yeah, and I'm not saying sure. oh I want to be 120 or 110 yeah. but but I'm taking steps right now to accomplish my next goal that gotcha. I want to accomplish what is that I'd like to own an NFL team now <laughs> <laughs> would it be would it be in Texas <laughs> I don't know I, you know the NFL is the NFL just like the NBA is the NBA that is crazy what are some of the perks of owning an NBA
0: team like it, it is that's a business venture technically. Yeah. Not just a flashy showman thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course it's a business venture. I mean, I paid 2.2 billion the most ever paid for a sports team. Damn. And, uh, but, but at the same time, there's never been a sports team sell for less. And so Uh, you can just almost book it that 10 years from now, that team will be worth 3.2 billion. Okay. Wow. Okay. So that's just, that's just life. That's just, that's just history. Uh, what teams continue to go up and up and up, but, but, uh, you just keep, you know, you got to have dreams and, and obviously you have dreams of being a, a, a great boxer. Yep. I, I assume you're heavyweight class, aren't you?
0: Uh, technically cruiserweight. I'm, I'm about 200. But so I, what is heavyweight now? T- I think it's 200 plus. Is it really? I think, yeah, 200 to, you know, You know, I I saw some,
1: you got to understand, when I was growing up, I went and saw some of the greatest bouts. I mean, the Mm. Muhammad Ali, George Foreman. I mean, uh, absolutely. Uh, Are you a boxing fan? Always. You grew up. But you got to understand, when you guys didn't get to understand the great boxers like we did, I mean. You're so right. I mean, um, I mean, we got to watch the great middleweights, yep. the lightweights. I mean, Hearns. All there was just in every class there was a stud horse. Yep. Okay, Sugar Ray. I mean, and 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 nobody gets that. We don't even know who. I guarantee you could stop everybody in this room right now and ask them who in the hell is the heavyweight and middleweight champions of the world, and nobody knows. Yeah. Okay, but when I was growing up, shit, we that was it. Okay, we there was a big fight. We flew here or flew there and went to it if we could.
0: It's funny you say that because I have the privilege of uh, working with Shannon Briggs, who's my coach now, and he always says, like, yo, this is the stuff that the greats did. But no one knew because there wasn't cameras in their camp. It wasn't documented. So when Shannon was growing up, his grandfather taught him how to box, and he learned the secret techniques of the greats, like – that they don't show on camera, and, and that they keep a secret, and the only way you would know is because it's been told down generation from
1: generation. One hundred percent. And and uh, you know George Foreman still lives in uh, Houston, and and I know George, and and uh, you know one of the greatest ever. I mean, just you know, absolutely the the greatest. And it's just a shame that this generation does does not get to see these great great boxers.
0: Yeah. Are, do you have any other qualms with this generation, as far as like? social media and the way kids are being raised nowadays and cancel culture and like, I guess like the softening of of America, if you will.
1: You know, part of it is, is that it's not your damn fault that technology is different, but but you got to understand. When I was growing up, if we wanted to talk to a friend, we had to go get on our parents' phone, okay? Mm. Yeah. And that's why when we turned sixteen years old, the first thing we did was run our ass over to the DMV to get a driver's license. Mm. And and all of a sudden, I started realizing my kids—why are they not worried about doing the same thing? Because you're able to FaceTime and yeah. communicate and talk, and it's just a—it's a different world. And I don't know that you're you're softer. I don't believe that. It's just you. Things are at your fingertips. And I really realized that when I'm sitting there watching my kids order protein shakes or whatever, and all of a sudden it shows up. <laughs> Another kid sitting out there by the fireplace, and all of a sudden firewood shows up at midnight because he needed some firewood, and he wasn't going to get his ass in a car and go get it. And it's just, so the softness is kind of created by the technology because ah. I guess I would be a little soft son of a gun myself. I mean, I know that when I bought my first jet, I learned how to fly it, but now I prefer sitting in the back seat in that G5 and let somebody else taking care mm-hmm. of my ass. And that's all you're doing. So You learned how to fly your own jet? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why, why absolutely? Because I like to know a little bit about everything I do. And and uh, it was just something that, you, once again, you want to accomplish something. Yeah. And I just said, gosh, you know, I... I dropped out of college to make money my third year because I preferred money more than learning any more about English and math and 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 not being great at school. Yeah. So so I just said so you know what since I didn't get me a degree I'll go back and get me a pilot's license. <laughs> but you know what's so funny the school I dropped out of I'm now the longest running chairman of the Board of Regents University of Houston.
0: The irony, <laughs> the irony. How m- I mean, there's so many stories like that of the person who drops out of school and it seems like almost like.
1: 90% of the ultra-successful people, <laughs> especially billionaires, are the ones that dropped out of school. It, it, because what it is is that we have something in us, and we are so anxious to go out and make that money and do things that we just – this is bullshit. I'm not mm-hmm. learning anything mm-hmm. here, and I've just – but I'm not telling any kid to drop out. I was okay? going to say, this like, your daughters, time, are, you, are you? No, all four of my kids, I'll disown them if they don't. She graduates <laughs> this year from USC. Oh,
2: congrats. congrats. Yeah,
1: and then awesome. I had another wow. son graduate, and I had one that graduated from Ole Miss, who's now in law school, and I have one that's going to graduate from LSU. Okay, cool. So we're all over the map. So interesting.
0: <clears throat> how, how? How? You said you'd
1: disown them. No, I'm not going to disown <laughs> I know, but, I know,
0: I know. I, but
1: facetiously, I mean— you have to have a college degree today. I just think out of respect, you, so? you have to have it. Yeah, unless you want to become a billionaire. You say, well, most people do. If no, I'm but being I honest. do know. I do know. I mean, if 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 I could evaluate one of them and say I understand you're not made for school and it's just not in you, uh, I, I I would understand. I, she I, is. I don't. You dic- got a suit coat on. No, no. I don't dictate anything <laughs> to my kids when they were whatever they wanted to do. I've never been one of those parents. I don't try to make them something they're not. And if they were not fit for school. I would not have them go to school.
2: Apple and Google have started to roll back some of those requirements for uh, potential candidates to have bachelor's degrees. And it looks like generally when businesses at that level start to act a certain way, that trickles down to businesses underneath them. Do you think we'll see a day where bachelor's degrees are obsolete?
1: It's already happening. and. Part of the problem is is that we, we need a workforce in America, and that's why they're telling people there's nobody doing construction anymore. There's nobody repairing cars. Land surveying. Um, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> right. And 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 so they're talking more about going to two year programs and one year programs where where you 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 may, you have a profession that way, and with wages growing up in the construction industry the way they are, that the people are making as much as they make with a college degree. <clears throat>
2: Do you think uh, James Char- uh, James Harden's patented step back jumper
1: is a travel? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Are you crazy? What are you watching? <laughs> just, How about just, a, just new watching we- some ESPN over here? You know. <laughs> well,
0: well, his, well, him and uh, Russ get along on the court.
1: One hundred. I'll, I'll tell you this: one is Chris and James were East Coast and West Coast. James and Russ are both West Coast LA mm. guys. Mm. Okay, and they came in. You got to understand, Chris is thirty-four and James is thirty. In basketball years, that's like twelve years difference. Right. Okay, because of what style and, yeah, and so on? Yeah, yeah, and who you came in with, yeah. and because your whole basketball your life is usually eight to ten years. Uh, so, so you got to look at it not oh, they're only four years apart. They're four years in basketball years. And, and I think that Russ and James, they're both coming in at the same time. They're both 30 years old. Uh, they know this is it. They're both under contract to the Houston Rockets for the next four years and they want one thing. You can take all their greatness and all the awards both of them have won, uh, but if you don't win a championship, it's just something that's going to be off your resume, Absolutely. And, and you will never be known as one of the greatest. Absolutely. But if they win a championship or two, they're going to always be known as one of the greatest. Hakeem mm-hmm. Olajuwon's a great example. Yep. Okay, you, you Hakeem Olajuwon's always on everybody's Mount Rushmore, yep. but if he doesn't win those two championships at Houston, mm. he's just another center. He Did you another- own
2: when Hakeem was on the team? No,
1: right? Oh, no, 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 no.
2: No, no. I was a young son. Yeah. No, 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 I no, remember no, no. Hakeem. That was a yeah. while. That was
1: 15, uh, or, 20 years 93, ago. 93,
2: 94. Yeah. 94.
1: You, have, 90.
0: you have a strategy for getting over that hump to winning the championship?
1: Well, I, I you know, I have all these Tillmanisms in the book. And yeah, the 95-5 yeah. <laughs> rule is is one of them. And at the end of the year, I sat down with Daryl Morey, my general manager, and uh, Mike D'Antoni, the coach, and I said, we're going to apply some business principles here. We do ninety-five percent of everything right, okay? That's why we're so damn good. In the last two years, uh, we've we've won more games than anybody. But we're going to figure out what the five percent is. And we sat there and we just we wanted our pace to move up a little bit. Mm. And then when Paul George got traded out here to the Clippers and Russ came, he, we feel like Russell is truly that missing link that we're going to be able to 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 put this whole thing oh, yeah, together.
2: Yeah. So so that five that ninety-five five the five percent is analyzing weakness. Absolutely. Is Absolutely,
1: yeah. it's always or what? Do you, what do you, you know? It's kind of like. Let, let me just use this as an example because it's simple and it's something everybody can relate to. We all do ninety-five percent of everything right, just like you do. That's why you guys are successful. But it's kind of like pulling up to, uh, it, you know, pulling up here just now. Okay, well, let me see. You have somebody meeting me. That's right. They couldn't be any more polite. What can we do for you before we walk in here? You walk in here. You, you've done everything right. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, is it the chain? What did What did we it, do it's wrong? A, I haven't found the five percent yet, but I'll let your ass know oh, before we get okay. done. Bye. I I'm Bye. assuming it's the chain, let me know. I don't normally wear no, it's this. It's part now. of a it's part of a shtick. No, but it's like driving up to a restaurant. I can judge it or a retail store and is the parking lot clean? Is there lights burn out? Is, 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 is there is right, is is there trash as you walk in the front door, are there are dead weeds, is there is the window as you win, you pull the handle, is the is the window smudged. So it's it's just all that kind of little things that, that separates you from everybody else. And I talk about that so much in the book. It is so easy to separate yourself from everybody else. You just have to want to do it because yeah. everybody else is just going like this. You go like this.
2: How much of a detriment could that 5% potentially be to your, your overall re- being received by someone else? Because a lot of times identifying that 5% is not so easy for the person that's doing the identifying, right? So what's your what's your... You know, go to method of finding out what your weakness is. Is, well, it, is it good advisors? Is it what? what do well, you th- it's
1: culture in my company, and it's something that I've taught, and I have sixty thousand employees. But but wow. everybody hears about you know the ninety five five rule and. That he can see a burnout light bulb from forty thousand feet from the jet. I mean, it's just it becomes a culture in your company, and I'm not saying we're perfect. Okay, I screw up every day, and my own people screw up every day, and so do I. But but you strive for the perfection, and and that's why you're successful, and that's why I'm I'm the guy that keeps being able to buy companies uh, because they don't do the 95 rule and they screw up. And, and you go and, and fix them. 100%. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not at the store level. Uh, it's at the corporate level and, and they make bad business decisions. And that's why I say the, all it does for me is create an opportunity. And that's what I get you to do. You love it. I love it because you know what I call it? Eating the weak. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You eat the weak. Okay. Do you think there's, is there a,
2: is there a, I'm, you know, devil's advocate, is there a downfall to the eating the weak mentality And and more so, is there anything that... Money has done for your life that you do not like that strategy of eating the rich or eating the weak you've gotten so rich. Is there anything that it's done that you don't like? Has it taken too much of your time?
1: Not at all. Because, because I haven't changed. I, I, people still walk watch me walk through a casino and if there's a cigarette butt on the floor or there's an there's a candy wrapper <laughs> they'll still see me stoop down and pick it up and 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 that's part of the culture of the company is that I still walk back there in that kitchen and say hello to the the guy washing mm. the dishes because mm. you know what if that guy wasn't washing dishes we wouldn't have anybody sitting in that restaurant because people don't like eating off of dirty dishes. And that guy's really important to me. So
0: that mentality right there, what you just described, how important do you think having that was to your success versus just being a cold, cold-hearted
1: businessman? I think it had a lot to do with my success. Yes, yeah. is, is is that's that's what a leader does. Is, uh, is you you don't see me walk around in a three-piece suit and and play big shot ever.
0: Why ever. why not? Why aren't you the one with the fifty-carat diamond chain? I'm trying to get this. I'm right trying now? to get
2: this thing off because I, you think
1: you think a. Big billionaires i mean no. what is that a rolex that is but look it's a very laid-back casual rolex it, is you, it is you don't see any diamonds i think on it's it. you're the
2: diamonds? same one jeff has i just don't have same any watch diamonds. as jeff
1: <laughs> take that son of a bitch off <laughs> you always see
0: those 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 memes of like you know the rapper who just made it a million dollars around his neck and then the the billionaire who's wearing a simple t-shirt and jeans or whatever you're wearing what are you driving these
2: days <sighs>
1: I will tell you this, okay. This is the, this, this, this is this is the truth, okay. All right, now I want you to listen to this shit, okay. <laughs> I've owned the Bentley Rolls Bugatti dealership in Houston for a long, long time. Not, not,
2: sorry, not the cars, the the dealership that that sells the cars to the millionaires.
1: Okay. Okay. And all my basketball players. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Do you give them good deals? But you know what? For the first time ever, I went out and drove a Bugatti, my Bugatti last, last week. And, uh, but this is the truth. When you can buy whatever you want, you don't need to do it, and I've been driving an Escalade for years uh, yep. and years. Yep. And they asked me to drive this new Bentley GT that came in the 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 SUV, SUV small, yep. And it was black on black, black wheels, everything. And I said I'll take it out for a spin. Took it out for a spin. Got back in my Escalade and drove it. Started driving it home, and I go. This thing drives like shit compared to this Bentley. (laughs) Oh shit! And I went back. There goes the Bentley. And I went back. I went back. (laughs) No, I went back and grabbed the Bentley, and I've been driving it now. Uh, This black on black, you know, Bentley. uh, God, I feel horrible. What's the the Bentaga? Bentaga. The Bentaga. Yeah, uh, it oh, it, it is just a. It is just a great, great, great vehicle. Mm. Which, but, but it also. It's not like it stands out. <laughs> it's not like it. He wants one. No, no. It, you got an extra no, one? <laughs> of co- I do. You know, two hundred forty thousand. I'll get your ass in one right now. <laughs> which uh, which which Bugatti? Did you get the Super Sport? It's a super sport. You yeah, did two point two million. No, three point two million. Three point two million.
2: Most expensive production car.
1: I think so. And I'll tell you this: horsepower. This, is it, what is it? What is it? It does zero to Veyron sixty in two point eight. That's it. Look at my man here. I know enough. What you've been googling? Okay, my
2: thing is, I know enough about everything okay, to have this and, to have a conversation. Okay, with you. No, so
1: not what, a lot, but but, but you know enough. What, that's this good. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had the
0: privilege of driving one of these in Dubai. It was, you uh, know
1: what? That looks real. Mine is just like that, except it's red, because I want a little red and black in there. But this is the truth. So it looks kind of like that one down there. When you drove shot, it, dude. did this did this not shock the hell out of you? I was with him. Okay. It was prior. Okay. I drove it. Okay, yeah. so how about the Gs when you punch that, even on a city street, mm. that you have to adjust for a second or you'll get sick in your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You truly hit the accelerator and you go, Wait, did this just really happen? It doesn't
0: make sense. It's a rocket
1: ship. It is a rocket ship. Wheels. Yeah. It, it, is, it is crazy. Yep. And you're just sitting there... And you're only going from maybe from here to that fence, and and you can hit eighty miles, ninety miles. You got an the two hour. key. I mean, Do you ever turn the second key on? I haven't. Done. I just drove it for the first oh, time. Oh, they tried to um
0: when we we got lended the uh, the Bugatti in Dubai, and they tried to withhold the second
1: key. What it, it makes turns out the other right? five
2: hundred horsepower, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah but, those
1: motherfuckers, but but you hear those turbo. You know, maybe it was on the other day because you hear both of those turbos kick in. Yeah, and you feel like you're in the space shuttle. I mean, it is crazy. <laughs> Shit, it really is. It's you, it's, have, uh, he's showing us right now you have the same pants and
2: watch as Jeff right now. That about? Look
0: at all. You have the same same, wa- same same watch, watch. Though, yeah.
2: So, my question
0: I knew it looked familiar. Yeah, my question hey, is that the one I wore on Kimmel? Yeah. Ah, Jeff lent me his watch when I was on Jimmy Kimmel. It was that one. It's this one right it's here. It's just a classic.
2: So, so are you under or is he over? Like, what's good here? Like, <laughs> are you on and he's just way out? Okay. I, I
1: think I'm the normal one here.
0: <laughs> what's the What's the most expensive thing you've bought for yourself as a as a recreational toy? Like a Bugatti, for
1: example. Probably the Bugatti, right? No, probably the Houston Rockets at two point two billion. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! god. Yeah, Grant Cardone
0: came on. He's like, yeah, no, probably, $50 a, probably, jet, a, probably
1: you know? a, a a yacht. You know, probably as a toy. That Are you a really, yacht uh, guy? I, I I just can't help myself. And, and I just can't. I mean, what's what's, what's it, it, It's the it's the greatest. It's the greatest, most relaxing thing. Is and where in, where you have it docked? Right now, it's in Atlantic City. Probably getting as soon as Hurricane's over. I just mm-hmm. brought it back from Europe. Used it all summer over in Europe. But uh, you ever
2: meet that guy with the the Russian guy? What's
1: his name? Abramovich. Abramovich. I have never met him, but we've been we've been anchored by each other before. And uh, I try to not get too close because I look like I'm the little boy. In, that, in that, the one time in in life, his yacht
2: is one point nine billion dollar. He's got a one point nine billion dollar yacht.
1: That is not true. He's a lying son of a gun. But but it's, 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 it's
2: what it's reported. As. I know, but yeah. that's all bullshit. Yeah. Okay. He probably uh, no. just.
1: You know, they yeah. just absolutely. It's not probably a four hundred million dollars that yacht. much off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust. Uh, I know what yachts wow. cost because um, I'm building. I'm, build, I'm building a bigger one right now myself, a two fifty two Fed ship, and and this is my fifth one that I'm on, and and uh, you, I, you I just have know. all five. No, five,
0: you you, five, you just five. you sold and
1: rebought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In okay, two thousand, okay, okay. I built a one twelve. Then I built a one thirty. Then I built a one forty six. Now I have a one sixty five. And you I sound. A 252. You sound bored. You sound bored. No, I'm not at all. I'm <laughs> not at all. But but it's just one of those things. Is mm. is I don't care about buying a Picasso. I don't care about mm. going to shoot anything. You know, mm. people love. You know, I I love. I love the yachting world. Got it's it. just very relaxing. You got yeah. any
2: military technology on that bad boy? Because I think Abramovich has got like a rail gun, some you know, anti aircraft shit.
1: Well, you know they say that, but if you go into certain countries with that, you can't even have a gun. You, you'd be shocked at the rules in certain countries, and and you can't even have a gun on a
2: yacht. Yeah, we're going to the UK on uh, sun on Sunday yeah. for his press
0: conference. <laughs> they don't, they don't. The police don't even have guns. Yeah, which we
2: can't, we can't. We want to. Obviously, we're from America, so we're hoping to bring some fifty cal's with us. So we can't,
1: <laughs> can't do shit. No, just like can. in Mexico. I mean, you walk into Mexico with a rifle that. They'll, you'll, they'll arrest you and put you in prison I mean but there
2: they at least the, the cops have the big yes, guns. yes yes
1: yes but in the UK uh, I think a few more cops with all the terrorism today there's a few more guns over there mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah the Royal Guard is allowed to I believe is allowed to carry weapons there uh, no it, it,
1: it's crazy you know because we're so used to guns and me being from Texas you know everybody's got guns I mean I have them everywhere but but uh, it's it's nuts in some of these other countries which you can and can't do with guns
0: Tillman, a lot of people want to know: Does money solve everything?
1: Absolutely not. No, no, no. Does no. it?
0: Does it? Does it allow you to surround yourself with amenities and freedom that you wouldn't be able to
1: otherwise? That could potentially keep you happier if you didn't have it. Let me just say this: I think most people, and and I hate to say this, and you know, it's and, and everybody says, oh, it's so easy for him to say that. But you, you give me a comfortable, you know, bed, a, a a cold room, and a good television and a good remote control. Mm. Most people are pretty happy. Yeah. The, the the one luxury that I just say is is, and if I never went on a yacht again the rest of my life, I'd be fine. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it's nice though going from city to city, and you not have to check out of hotels; you just stay on it. Yeah. But the greatest luxury, and and that I have to say, is really a luxury is private travel. The, yeah, the private jet. I've, I've never that. I have never been through TSA. Ever. Ever. Because in, wait, in your life? No, because I bought my first jet when I was when in 1991, <laughs> TSA didn't exist. And they didn't exist. <laughs> and so I wow. and I have vowed never to go fly public would you, you wouldn't do it gift. just for the experience hell no because let me tell you it is and then they're going to ap- start throwing my horrible. shit in the trash <laughs> and everything i wouldn't even know how to tr- pack that it way ain't, it ain't I mean, great it ain't great and i just that's probably the one luxury And it's become a joke to me because it's been now what nine and nine, you know almost 29 years that i haven't flown 30 years that i haven't flown uh you know on a that's i don't even wild. know what you call it commercial aircraft commercial <laughs> yeah. some sort yeah, of, of what I call flight it. are you a uh are you trump guy I'm a. Or you, uh, I don't discuss it, guy. I'm a. I don't discuss it, guy. Let me just say uh, this: we live in a great country, and and (laughs) I've been friends with the with the last four presidents. I've had Bush in my house. I've had the uh, Clinton in my house three times when he was president. And and uh, we're we're at a we're at a polarizing time, and I don't like it either way. And it's not good for this country. And uh, I I think both sides need to get their shit together. Agreed. Uh, both Agreed. sides. Okay.
2: George George Bush Jr. told me his favorite thing to do in life was clear brush.
1: His favorite thing at his ranch. And and, and there is not a, a a finer guy, and and this is him in my office last week, was George H.W. <laughs> Just hanging out.
2: He's Just in
1: your out. office last week? last week. I also saw your passcode. It's pretty simple. I would expect it's something. <laughs>
0: Something much more complicated from <laughs> a billionaire. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll break
1: that out. <laughs> that's just see the date. That's just last week. Okay, but 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 I have I have great uh, connections with Bill, and matter of fact, Bill and and uh, and and Forty One got together because I was friends with both of them, and that's when they shot the tsunami commercial. And me and uh, yeah. Forty One flew up on uh, my jet together and had lunch with Bill, and that's the whole day they became friends. You got mm. a favorite one to hang out with. Bill Clinton's a lot of fun, but I'll tell you, forty-three. Th- this is a guy that is is just a great guy that's very smart that just loves to have a, a beer and sit there. And these are these are presidents are special guys. They're very special guys.
0: You have an activity that you like to do that would equate to clearing brush for George Bush, <laughs> like like Shirley backgammon.
1: Probably watching sports. Mm. Just just truly sitting back and or going to a movie. At at the movie theater, and just I'm able to zone everything out for a few minutes, and turn my phone off, and eat a big old thing of popcorn, and just drink a diet coke. Damn, I mean, mean, makes it sound so
0: nice. I know. (laughs) I,
1: I have to say that's probably my number one relaxation. And and you know, another thing is like my last birthday, we all go eat at these fancy restaurants because we can. But you know what I did on my last birthday? I went and got Popeye's fried chicken. Oh hey, there yeah. we go. And, and to, eat those, to eat yeah. my couple of big old juicy spicy breasts and uh, and and to have that red beans and rice and that god doing that roll and everything. And I just said, why am I going to go out and eat something yeah. fancy? Why yeah. not just have what you really want? Yep. Some Popeye's fried chicken. And that's <laughs> a regret that I didn't buy the company a few years ago when it <laughs>
2: I'm a, I'm I just terrible. regret that I didn't buy Popeye's last night, <laughs> not the company, just the actual food. If you had one food and it was either Popeye's fried chicken or, uh, or or Mastro's butter cake for the rest of your life, you had to make a choice. What would it be? It's not even close. Popeye's fried chicken. <laughs> no okay. way. Oh, absolutely. We're obsessed with wow. Mastro's okay. butter cake. Yeah, your butter it, 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 it incredible. It is unbelievable.
1: But... but, but, but you got to be honest with yourself. And if somebody told me you have to eat Popeyes fried chicken today, and the next night you got to eat a great cheeseburger, fries, and a shake, and the next night you got to eat a Domino's pepperoni pizza, I could live the rest of my life like that. But I'd weigh six hundred pounds. You know, yeah. I would look like Beecher used to look. I'd be, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I'd be an ugly. Mother. I used to be a fat. I used to be a fat boy too. No, you did. Yeah, yeah, three hundred pounds.
2: Another ninety pounds on me. Dropped it. Are you serious? Yeah, you're
1: unbelievable. Thank you. Doing yeah, cycling. Cycling. So, so you, 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 you're a disciplined son of a gun. I mean, I <laughs> love disciplined people. I wish I could. I, say, on certain things. I'm disciplined about business and 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 watching my weight. Yeah. I mean, you, what do you do? Run a little bit and lift a little bit and watch what I eat. Okay, and I so I can't eat a butter cake. How how old are you? I'm an old son of a gun. You don't even you wouldn't believe how old I am. Because you- because you you look you, you look you look you look young. Yeah, you look young, but you,
0: you I've never you done anything. A maturity to you that I'm 60. On the dot. Damn. Yeah. Is there a do you have a thing, a secret? Like you surely you spray your skin with rose water or something? No,
1: no really. I I've, I've never I'm I've, I've never smoked, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh Never really drank that much until I got older in my life. Really, <laughs> really enjoy. Really, really enjoy. usually the opposite. I feel no, like. no, and I and, and never really did drugs. Can you spoken. explain
2: that a little bit? Why, why um, did you start drinking later in life? Because you found that you had the time to do so.
1: I think so, and and it just all of a sudden I realized this is this is this is fun <laughs> this is, what being a billionaire no 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 just relaxing <laughs> oh, 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 you know sorry, just relax okay, that's fun yeah. too don't get me wrong but 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 it's just kind of fun you know I'll sit you know it's fun to go out after work and, yeah. and go to one of your places or somebody else's places and just sit there and have a couple of drinks and we're on, yep. a, we're on a 60 it'll be about an
2: 85 day hiatus prior to the fight we're about 60 days deep maybe nah, maybe 50 days deep And the main question right now is, do we go back? Do we, do we go back to partying or do we stay in this ultra productive? I mean, every, the things that have happened over the past four weeks are just mind blowing just from the amount of stuff we've gotten
1: done. All right. So tell me what you've gotten done. I want to hear this.
2: I I have my own show. So I've gotten multiple, multiple episodes of that show out, brand deals, tons of collaborations on the business side. I do a lot of brand marketing work. I've got multiple businesses I work on just all, so I wake up in the morning at 7:30. I sit on the computer. I close the computer around 2 a.m. and I go to sleep. There's the, there's maybe an hour in between where I take a nap, but it's 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 very quick break. That's it. It's just work straight through the
1: entire day. And, and neither one of y'all are drinking right now, but you're training. Yeah.
2: He's training. I'm I'm doing it with a massive. supporting support. Yep, that's right.
1: That's important. That's my guy. No, that is that is unbelievable. Now, when the fight's over, what will you do? <laughs>
2: well, that's that's the question
0: because last year I had this burning desire desire after the fight. I was like, oh, I can't wait to party and travel. And now, I, like, maybe it's because I'm older. I'm like, yo, this this sober lifestyle is actually kind of fucking dope. Like when I go to parties, I actually have sometimes more fun. When I'm sober, because watching drunk people is hilarious.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. And, but you know what you can do, and, and I even realized this, because sometimes you just don't want to drink for a few days. You want your body, even though... Drinking is never going to make you overweight because it's it's easy calories. and What about the food you eat afterwards? <laughs> it, the, that's, it, that's the it, problem. The food is everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the food, even working out, if you eat too much, you can't even work out right. enough yeah. almost. But but if you're sitting there and you just, because everybody else has a drink, and you just put soda and lime in it, and you're fine. It's a uh? problem.
0: Uh, personally, I'm a man of extremes. Same. So if I'm drinking, I'm gonna have a few soda limes, and
1: and and you know what? I've never I've never been an extremist at anything. Uh, you know, liberal, conservative, uh, or the way I drink, the way I eat. The only thing I've probably been extreme at is business. That that mm-hmm. I just the next deal. I'm a deal junkie. Uh, I've got yeah. to do that next damn deal, or I'm gonna lose my mind. So, how, how long are you working every day? Like, what time do you get up? What time do you go to sleep? You know. I probably wake up around eight, eight thirty, and then drink coffee and read emails and see everything that happened the day before and read a couple of newspapers on my iPad. And I want to know what's going on in the world, business. Watch yep. some CNBC, watch some Stephen A. and Fox, and you know Colin, and watch what's going on in the sports world. Probably get to my office around eleven thirty, twelve, and then I might be there till eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. It's a pretty
0: six, six, a pretty six days a week, seven days a week.
1: Five days a week, but then usually go to the office for a couple hours, three, four hours, uh, you know, on Saturday when the guys, we can just sit around without all the interruptions and come up with shit. I wanted to ask you this because, uh, recently
0: in this house, we've been placing a great deal of importance on off days, specifically Sundays and forcing ourselves to do nothing because our work is our fun. And before you know it, we'll have worked an 18 hour day and, uh, subconsciously that can lead to burnout, which has happened to me in the past. I didn't even know it. I didn't like, no, nah, no way. I'm a big man, big macho man, alpha type guy. I don't burn out, but it happened. So do you, I guess I'm asking for
1: you, what are the importance of off days, if any? I think you need that one day just to let your brain rest. Okay. I really do think that. And But you got to understand, I'm a guy that if I'm in town and, and, and it's a Memorial Day or Labor Day and you don't have... Work that Monday. I'm kind of lost because mm. my sport is business, yeah. and I love going to my fiefdom in my office and and <laughs> and 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 making decisions and telling people what to do. So so uh, there's nothing wrong with what your guys are doing right now. It's your sport, mm. okay? It is your sport, and as long as you're enjoying it, just don't don't go to to the extreme that you get burnout. I've never been burnout. I have never suffered. From burnout, and I've been at this a long wow. time.
2: What's your self care ritual look like? Is it is it going to the movies and stuff like that? Do you have anything else? Massages that you like to? You
1: know, I, not regularly. Mm-hmm. I, really, nothing. You, know, you just try to work out a little bit every week, but you got to watch what you eat. It, it, the food is the one that just really? gets you. You know that if you don't, and the older you get, the harder it is. Okay, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It, but you got to watch what you eat.
0: I want to talk about the first million you've ever made. How old were you, and how did you do it? And and was that did you compound that to achieve the success you achieve now or was there a series of ups and downs? I,
1: I'll, this is really a good question. Um, when I was 21 <laughs> years old, I, I was selling Shackley vitamins, and I said, "I'm going to take it to a different level. I'm going to open up stores." And it was truly the first organic products, the organic vitamins, the organic makeup and hairdo, and the organic protein shakes and everything. And this is in the uh, in the early 80s. And and then I spring that into when Pac-Man and asteroids came out mm. and I always had my brain working, you know, that entrepreneurial brain. And I'm going to go out and buy these machines. And I remember walking in there and thinking I had to buy them. And this guy who was the distributor said, 20 uh, percent down and we'll finance these. And, and, you know, you follow the UCC and if you don't pay them, they come pick them up. So all of a sudden before I looked up I had hundreds of these machines around town. I'd go to location location restaurants, bars, Sears, was Sears was the big department store then. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I put game rooms and all the Sears. And all of a sudden you look up and you're in your 20s and you know you're making 100,000 a month. Now yeah. you now remember 100,000 a month back then. Back then it's is like, like a making, million bucks a month. Uh, I mean it was yeah. I was into some long money. Yeah. And and so I had my first I had a a couple of million dollars in the bank when I was in my Mm mid-20s. And then I built my first hotel when I was 26 years old. Wow. Okay. But then the world fell apart. And you guys are too young, but the true world fell apart. And that's when, you know, you hear these banks too big to fail today. What they are are roll-ups of all the banks that failed, where the government took out the bad assets, but all the depositors and everybody (laughs) they had to keep. And, and, and I had like, so I'm, I'm like 27 years old, 26 years old. And I have, I'm, I'm blowing and going. And I have, I have loans at nine different banks in town. Okay. And the world is truly coming apart. What year was this? This was late eighties, like eighty six. Okay. 86. okay. okay now what listen.
2: was the what was
1: the the it, what was going on? It, it was the it was the SNL and bank crisis right. of the eighties. Okay. That that's that's why you don't even have SNL. Right. A, so many people went to prison. Everything, it and it led a, to a, a massive recession. Massive right? yeah. recession. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to this. This is unbelievable. Every Tuesday, so I'm really starting to struggle and I'm starting to get behind on some bank loans, okay, because the world fell apart. When I tell you buildings, they just stopped building. I mean, it was horrible. Every bank that I was doing business with failed. Now think about that. And so all of a sudden you have a payment due the next week or the next day. There's no bank to pay. Okay, and you pick up the phone. There's nobody to call. You don't call the FDIC. Did you FDIC
2: don't. exist at the time? Yes, Where's your Fer- money Ferb- Ferb- covered.
1: Depo- your money. That's what happens. They take bad assets out, and so the government insures all the deposits that are in the bank. Yep. But your loans. There were so many bad loans out there. They had to form this company, the Resolution Trust, to start working with everybody. I didn't hear from them for four years. Four years. I got a reprieve from the governor. Okay. So over the next four years, you can't build buildings anymore. And I still had my video game business, but it had fallen because half the restaurants closed. I start building more restaurants. And then that's when the big growth of chain restaurants came in. Outback, Cheesecake Factory, Landry's, Chili's. And we all went public in the early nineties. And then so I I had I, it was nineteen ninety-two. I was doing thirty million in revenue, making five million a year. And and I took my company public and all of a sudden you wake up and you're worth a hundred million dollars on the stock market. Okay. So that's then. What was and, the what was the company you took public? Landry's, okay. Landry's And I owned a hundred percent of it. Yep. Okay. And, and grew it for the next 20 years to, to do over $2 billion in revenue. And then you had the next recession, the 8 yeah, recession. Yeah, yep. So my stock fell. I was tired of being public. So then I took it private, owning 100%. And so today it's a $4 billion revenue company, does $700 million in EBITDA. It's probably the largest single shareholder company in America. I have not $700
2: one million in annual EBITDA?
1: In EBITDA, yeah.
0: Ironic. We, 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 we go to all your restaurants. I was wondering if you could help Mike get in the catch. He struggles sometimes.
1: <laughs> hey, he doesn't struggle it's anymore. Not, it's not <laughs> true. Yeah, Where's kidding? Mike? At? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> and, uh, oh, this Mike. Okay, there's another Mike <laughs> that yeah. I gave him. Oh, Michael Gruen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. another <laughs> great. <laughs> he thought we were talking about Gruen. Yeah, yeah. I, nah, I did. Nah, Gruen can, can get in.
2: I don't struggle <laughs> to get in yeah. catch ever. I got to, I bet you do I got plugs. I, got okay. plugs well, there.
1: You, I can tell you this: you better not ever have a problem at any of my places. Thank you. I'm going. I'm actually bringing. I had one problem.
0: Oh, I hate to do this. I really don't. I just feel like I maybe ha- you don't I ha- do it. No, I have to do it because I feel like I have to say it on this episode. I was eating a, a just a delicious meal at Mastros one day, and uh, when, I, when I when I was gone, I was eating the meal. A coyote was here at my oh, house, yeah. eating a meal of his own, <laughs> which was my dog.
1: Yeah, are you serious? I was at
0: Mastros and I got the call from him. He's like, "Yo, you got to come home." It has nothing to do with you. I just don't feel like I needed <laughs> to say that. Did that change
2: your your thoughts on Mastro's at all? You would think, bro, but that fucking butter
1: cake is so good. I, I had to go back. Well, I would have brought y'all a butter cake today. We could have all we lost. I would have gone. <laughs> you so can't. you're telling me, I keep hearing these horrible stories, okay? Coyotes are everywhere right yeah, now. Yeah. Everybody's got them in their yard yep. from Texas to New York to California. And, and everybody's scared to death they're going to eat their dog. So I wasn't. I thought that was
0: an urban myth. I didn't think that coyotes actually hopped your fence and stole your Pomeranian, and that's a thing.
2: And I had to watch it on video and then call him because we have security footage. Yeah, so we, we said, "Where's, where's Kong?" and had to watch this coyote come in and. Put you know a- what's so
1: funny? I looked at a video that I think you showed me yesterday, where he went. At, one went after this little girl. A the, yeah, the coyote went after the. Bring me that video. Find me that video. They'll, okay, and Look the, that the little girl, the, the 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 coyote went after her, and she turned, and kind of scared because she she just didn't fall down. If she would have fallen, the coyote would have t- bit the hell out Holy of her. Yeah. This video is unbelievable. You got to see this. Okay, so so that
0: the mentality of coyotes is is just pure evil. Now now do we blame them because we sort of took over their land, and now they have nowhere to live. Or do we get angry and after they kill your animals, hunt them, which I attempted to do for a week. Now, I didn't kill a coyote, but I sat outside in full camo and I used shampoo that covers your scent and I tried to get retribution for the death
1: of my beloved Kong. I know, but the problem is you probably shouldn't have tried to kill your scent because I think it would even attract them. I, I know. Think.
0: That's what I, you, you do that for deer hunting. I just, which I, I panicked. Like they don't care what a, what a human smell like. No, they, they're running no. around the neighborhood all day. Bring it up here, Jerry.
2: I got the so I got the link myself. I can I'm gonna send oh, it over. To
0: oh, me. we're going to try to find this video of this guy. Co- I'm going to send it to training camp because it's the first one. Girl. That,
2: I got it. I just sent it to you.
0: Girl attacked by coyote you in front yard. Look at that. The Google machine's powerful. Please don't serve me an ah,
2: ah, f- Grant Grant Cardone, Cardone ad. Ah, fucking great art. Don't Son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is right here. Watch the little girl now come up. Have y'all seen this?
0: No, this is crazy.
1: This is cr- now. Watch the cody's walking oh, down the no. street. See the cody he sees her. He's oh, running no. and turns around to say, "I'm gonna go get her ass." I'll do the watch sound Intel. effects for the girl. De- de- dee- no, dee- no, 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 please don't. All right. Watch this. Look at the cody. Decides, I see a little girl. See him right there? Oh my god. Now watch this. This is crazy shit. Oh, oh no. shit. God. Oh. oh sh- she said hello. Now watch this. Watch this. But she turns around oh and, my and god go, and it scares the coyote just enough right. oh my but if god if she would have fallen if she would have fallen that coyote would have taken
2: a chunk oh my god and that little guy just rode up on a tractor at the end out of nowhere, <laughs> end, out of nowhere. <laughs> Did you see that shit
1: yo that dude on a tractor I, swear, I just got ptsd no 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 because no, no. that's a human no no because but if that little girl would have fallen that coyote bit the hell out of her donezo Speaking of falling,
2: Dow's down 800 <laughs> No, no don't in the past two that. days. Oh, I know. I know. What are your, you think we got another one coming? What's the deal here, man? Get, let, get, okay. get me let, away from let, this exposure. Let, let, me, let me
1: just tell you this, okay? And, and I've been around for a few of these. And uh, the, one thing about it, and you need to always remember this, history repeats itself. Always. Okay, and when things, and I talk about this in, in the book, when things are really good, we forget they're ever going to be bad again, and when things are really bad, we forget they're gonna be good again. I love okay? that I love that and, saying and, and, and I'm full of these kind of sayings. And yep. and and uh things have been really good and we've been good long enough that you forget it's gonna be bad. And yeah. y'all haven't experienced it yet and you're adulthood. Have you, how old are you guys? Uh, 24. Define okay.
2: what, what, what are you talking about?
1: Well, you've only seen it good since you're 13, 14 I've never years, seen so.
2: anything good until about five years ago. I, <laughs> I spent my whole life in bad, in bad. I, I know. You're but talking then,
1: about the market strictly? The, the, the world, the whole world, yeah. or maybe your life individually, but you haven't seen bad yet when yeah. the whole world and you think, well, how's that going to affect me? Everything's going great. Right. It affects everybody when it goes bad. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's going to happen is we're all fat. We've bought every TV <laughs> we can buy. <laughs> (laughs) We've bought all the cars we can buy. We've built apartments and homes everywhere. And everybody's fat. And so what happens? Developers keep building because that's how they make money. That's how they get fees. And so developers are always going to develop until they get whacked across the head. And the lenders lend until they get whacked across the head. And there's nobody to buy anything anymore. And that's exactly where I think we're going right now. We're all fat. There's nothing else to buy. And that's why already you start to see little things drifting. What should, More we, what should we do? How do we insulate? I just, you know what I do? I build my balance sheet and my liquidity when times are bad. So I eat the week when times are not. <laughs>
2: we had Grant Cardone.
1: And I know that's tough, but but you, I watch people spend all their money because things are good. And they think it's never going to stop. Save your money because you'll be shocked. That we, don't buy a house when the market's. At the top, you buy yeah, yeah, a house, yeah, yeah. or when the market's not good, you mm. invest money. When the market's not good, you don't go invest money in the market right now. It's mm. going down. Do you believe in safety nets? For sure. I mean, we had we
2: had Grant Cardone on last week, who who uh, is a multi you know hundred millionaire. Uh, his investment strategy is so aggressive that he doesn't think that you should have any money put aside. He says, he for says cash a, is trash.
1: You know what? I've, I've, I've been able, I've always had liquidity. And the reason that I'm worth $5 billion today by Forbes is because I was able to buy things when other people can't because mm-hmm. I kept the liquidity in the balance sheet. I agree to with that. Well, that. So, makes so much.
2: You buy when there's blood on the streets,
1: right? 100%. I, I'm just telling you that that's been my roadmap. Okay? Is it, is, are
2: you are you a stock guy, P- personal stock portfolio?
1: Yeah, it's a Can big number. Yeah, absolutely. No, you don't have to say the number. I, I'm just curious. It, do you- I'm not that big because I'm build. I'm a developer. I, I open up and I buy cash flow and chains or I build big hotels or big buildings and so or casinos. And so I I do I have I probably have a hundred million dollars worth of stocks. But when you look at my whole chain, yeah. no, that is not. I mean, every dollar is a dollar. OK, but but but. I, I like to take it and get a better return in businesses that I can own and operate. And, and as you guys keep making money, just remember this. Don't ever invest. I, I told this to a bunch of NFL players last year at the two years ago at the Super Bowl, They had me speak to them. Don't ever invest money with somebody who's got less money than you.
2: Mm. That's great. Yeah. Okay. i heard that before. It's great.
1: Don't ever do that. Any okay.
2: any thoughts on hitting this uh, hitting the sidelines on your personal portfolio? Are you scared about the current state of
1: things? At all? No, I just I, I'm not really worried about it, and I'm not worried about a dip because it, it comes was, back because it comes back. Yep. Okay, yep. but people panic, and and the worst Sell. thing you can do is panic. Yeah. Okay, just always ride out the wave, always ride it out, mm. but also if you're thinking about buying something, don't go buy a house right now because in two years you're going to buy it for a whole hell of a lot cheaper. Yep. People yeah. don't realize when things go bad, how bad they really get. And something that cost you $5 million today, you could buy for a million dollars. That's how bad it gets. Wow. Maybe 500000 wow. You ever meet Buffett? I have met him. <clears throat> Spend time with him? Not a lot, but, but uh, uh, B- Buffett... Uh, there's nobody that eats the weak more than Buffett, but he wants to act like, oh, I'm just doing capitalism. <laughs> But he's the greatest at taking advantage of people when they're down.
2: He's also the greatest at uh, managing personal wealth. Uh, he, he, they made him take his his wallet out. I remember on a, on a couple of news shows, and he's still got the green Amex card, the green one. God, he drives around. Funny? Yeah.
1: I know, but that's part of his stick. Shtick, I mean, yeah. that that's that's his stick. I mean, everybody's got a stick, and he wants he wants to act like I'm just a normal guy. He's not. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> hey Tillman, your book. Shut up and
0: listen. It's out now. Yeah, yes, yeah. Made where, bestsellers list. Where can they uh, last,
1: buy it? Not, online or ba- basically every bookstore. Okay. I mean, it's everywhere. Amazing. Um,
0: today we we shut it up and we listened, and I want to thank you for coming on Impulsive, blessing us with your wisdom.
1: Hey, I learned from you guys too. Uh, you listen every day, and uh, you you hang out with everybody, and we all become smarter every day. Facts. Do you, do you have social media? Absolutely. What is yeah. it? Where can they find you? Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, and just your uh, name. What's your handle? Uh, Tillman. Yeah, From right. the and I, and I probably wouldn't have done it if I wouldn't have done the show Billion Dollar Buyer, but mm, then mm. I didn't do it, and then they said, "Oh, you have to do." They this, go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you're into social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't even get a chance to talk about restaurants. Maybe
2: next time. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you what. Uh, about catch and, and masters, I think those topics are super interesting. I guess we'll hit it next time.
1: He hey, any, off. any time I'm in LA all the time. And, uh, oh, any, anytime, y'all want to talk about things for your listeners or viewers. I have a I have usually have an opinion.
0: Ha, very cool. very <laughs> awesome. cool. All right. Thank you, brother. Hey guys, thank you for listening to impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button. We love you. We'll see you next time for one more episode before we go dark, before the fight against KSI, November 9th. Take it easy. Peace.